If you're looking for natural and integrative ways to work on your heart health, whether it's high blood pressure or low blood pressure or coronary artery disease or atrial fibrillation, we're even going to touch on aortic stenosis. This is the Dr. Jason West Hellness to Wellness podcast program, and it's all about heart health. So let's get after it. Welcome to the West Clinic Hellness to Wellness podcast. This is taking people that are sick out of hope, frustrated or confused with their medical recommendations, or are searching for another pathway to health, and it's finding incredible patient outcomes of people just like you. And it's not just saying it. You can see and hear the hundreds of patient success stories on our website, blog, YouTube channel, and of course, right here, coming at you with over a century of patient success in the West Clinic system. Here's your host, Dr. Jason West. All right, you guys. So thank you for the introduction. Let's start talking about heart health and the many things that we can do to improve the most important muscle in the body and also the circulation associated with that. We're going to be touching on cardiovascular disease and some natural things that you can do for high blood pressure, for low blood pressure, and when the heart is out of rhythm, like no one feels good. And so I really like this picture of energy because the heart is the most, it's the biggest source of electromagnetic energy in the human body. It produces the largest rhythmic electromagnetic field. It's 60 times greater than the electrical activity of the brain. And we've talked about this so much. Like I, I don't really care about gray hair and wrinkles, but I'm so immersed and so aware of what's happening with brain health, how to use it and not lose it and dementia. And we've talked about previous podcasts where like you, if you put a, a light bulb into the, the brain of the school, like it would power a small 40 watt light bulb. Well, guess what? Like the heart is so much more electrostatic or electromagnetic um, charge than that. And I love this picture of the, heart energy where literally you can sense heart conditions three feet out of sight of the physical body and it can be detected in another person sitting by nearby with an electrocardiogram. Perhaps you've met someone that where you immediately connect with or you're immediately repulsed and I think it has to do a lot with the heart function. So from a traditional alternative approach, if that's even, you know, the right words to use. The heart is the most important muscle in the body. It literally shows stress, nutritional inadequacy, and hormone imbalances. I also believe it's the first muscle in the body to respond to an intervention program. And so I love the things that the heart shows you. It shows you stress. It shows you nutritional inadequacy. It tells you about hormone balance. And the heart is this amazing muscle. It, it beats 100,000 times per day. It's pumping literally thousands of gallons a minute. Um, you know, your heart, it, it never really attacks you. What the heart does is it just stops. And we call that, obviously, a heart attack. Some interesting facts as I was putting the presentation together, like most heart attacks are a, a higher preponderance than you would think occur on Monday morning. And so that heart attack thing, like we really want to decrease your cardiovascular risk factors 
if at all possible. And there's some miracle things, like literally just amazing things that you can do with magnesium and you can do with what they call proteomorphogen therapy, but also looking at how the heart is functioning from a stress standpoint. Like there's 60,000 miles of blood vessels in the body. Literally around the world is 25,000. If you could just think about that, how many miles of blood vessels and some of those capillaries are smaller than human hairs. And this is one of my favorite things to tell people for all chronic disease, but particularly the heart is one of the very best things that you can do for heart treatment is to do this. And that is laugh, healthy, alive relationships. There's some really good literature that is fascinating to discuss and to read and looking about heart health. Obviously the flip side of that is stress. Like stress isn't a disease. It just makes everything work worse and it particularly associated with heart conditions. You know, so one of the things I tell people, like when it comes to stress, you can channel it, the sleeping sanctuary, making sure that you have some type of way to get stress out of the body. I think this is so important, a release valve. And for some people it's prayer and it's meditation or it's deep breathing or it's exercise or it's a healthy hobby. Like I, I love to to fly fish, I love to get out on my dirt bike, I love to do things with my family, and I think it's absolutely essential for your health to do those. So whatever it is that allows you to decompress, like that just has to be a part of your overall health, but particularly heart conditions. I love this picture of the leaf. No one knows exactly why the heart's associated with love, but we do know that having a broken heart can literally mimic or feel just like a heart attack. So getting in and looking at some of these common heart conditions, you know, we've got too much pressure in the system. We have high blood pressure. I think harder to treat than high blood pressure is low blood pressure. When there's just not enough horsepower in the engine, we have coronary artery disease. We have a, a rhythm problem, atrial fibrillation. If the heart works too hard for too long, what happens is it starts to get big and then the valves don't fit. You get congestive heart failure. And then Another disease that we're going to touch on a little bit is the aortic stenosis, which is the narrowing of the aorta or the the constriction of the aorta of the blood supply uh, that goes to the heart. And so this is uh, the reason why I, I like talking about hearts is because it's such an important reflection on the rest of your muscle tissue to know what's happening in the heart. There's a whole bunch of different ways to assess it. Obviously, there's a blood pressure cuff. There's a pulse rate, there's blood tests, there's ultrasounds, there's stress tests, there's all of these different ways to look at the heart. I think one of the easiest ways to get a sense of what's happening with the heart is to do the test that we look about chronic stress patterns. That's Raglan's test, where you take your blood pressure lying down with a pulse rate. Then, and, and I like to tell people, look, stay there for like 10 minutes. Then we have you take your blood pressure standing up. This was literally discovered by a medical doctor named Dr. Raglan that would say, look, what is your blood pressure? But also what is your blood pressure with the mini stress test, which you go from lying down to standing up, your blood pressure should go up just a little bit on the systolic and the diastolic and the pulse rate should go to the same. People that have chronic stress problems, what happens is their blood pressure usually drops and the body has to compensate by revving up the uh, pulse rate 
And we sometimes they'll get a diagnosis of postural orthostatic tachycardia syndrome or POTS condition. But I wanted to give you some just neat ideas of how to help the heart. So let's go through and, and discuss literally what you can do for high blood pressure, what you can do for low blood pressure, and how to help reduce the pressure in the heart. And then also, if you're not having enough, which people that have low blood pressure, either by how they're genetically made or a disease condition that's going on, or sometimes they get are getting too much beta blockers, calcium channel blockers, ACE inhibitors, those medications, and, and they lower the blood pressure too much. And what happens is that people feel like there's literally just no energy inside of the system. So looking at what we can do for blood pressure, just a couple of considerations for that. Number one is this. I think it's so important to move. Movement is life. Making sure that you're not a weekend couch potato, like it, it, the heart's a muscle. If you use the muscle, it's going to be healthier than if you don't use it. Now, there are some extreme conditions where with heart, things where you won't, don't want to move. We're going to touch on that briefly in the, in the segment. But look, if you have high blood pressure, a couple things. One, I see some um, pleasing outcomes in getting enough water. The next thing is I love the miracle mineral for cardiovascular conditions of magnesium. Now, personally, myself, I really like to be on about 600 milligrams of magnesium, and it's the right kind of magnesium. I like magnesium citrate. I like magnesium glycinate. But magnesium is a cofactor for 300-plus enzymatic conditions in the body. It's so good for relaxing the smooth muscle and helping. Instead of having all this constriction inside of a blood vessel, it helps to relax. There's another thing that a B vitamin component called lipotrophic B vitamins or fat-loving B vitamins, and they control the nerves that go to the blood vessel. And for people that have blood pressure problems and hyper irritability and, and road rage concerns and stuff like that, lipotrophic B vitamins. So there's more than just B5, B6, B9, B12, and folic acid. Like all of those B vitamins really help to relax the vascular system. And I've seen it, it help conditions associated with blood pressure. Now, I need to say right here as a disclaimer, if you have chronic familiar hypertension, I'm not for a second recommending that you just take magnesium or B vitamins. There is absolutely a time and place for blood pressure medications. But if your blood pressure medications have kind of like stalled out or plateaued, perhaps there's a consideration for magnesium for vitamin D, for lipotrophic B vitamins. Now, this is really important component of low blood pressure, but also looking at cardio congestive heart failure and aortic stenosis is trying to get the heart some building blocks and, and some ideas here. Number one, if you are having one of those diagnoses, one of the best things that you can do is let's try to really build you, build you up. Instead of just saying, like, like, just taking this blood pressure medication until you die, let's put some stuff inside of the system. Number one, to protect the cell membrane, the phospholipid bilayer around each cell, which allows the cells to carry oxygen and nutrients to organs and tissues and pick up the waste products from the organs and tissues and take them to the liver and kidneys to get rid of them. you got to have healthy red blood cells. So this is that 
vitamins A, D, E, and K, those fat-soluble vitamins, it's literally like refined plant blood. It has a magnesium center. If you get people chlorophyll, what happens is it gets into the body, the magnesium molecule drops off. There's an iron molecule that usually comes in in place. So fat-soluble chlorophyll literally is like getting a, a modified plant blood transfusion per se. Now, obviously, it's not a transfusion where you're you're taking plant blood and you're putting it into IV solution, putting it into the body, but fat-soluble vitamins, A, D, E, and K. And if you wanted to add the cofactors, which is vitamin F, vitamin G, vitamin P, and vitamin T, those are going to help to ha have you have healthy blood. And then a plug for one of my favorite vitamins, which I say is a vitamin C, is a vitamin D, it's vitamin E is literally the cardiovascular vitamin. And one of the big benefits is it's important for cardiovascular health because it helps red blood cells to be slick. Now, it's not a blood thinner, but what it does is it makes it so, it, it's kind of like taking your wash out of the washer and if you put it into the dryer, if you don't add a cling-free sheet, you get electric static charge. And what happens is the clothes stick together. Now, many times there's nothing wrong with the clothes. They just have electrostatic charge to them. Vitamin E kind of has that same effect on the body that it helps to basically put a cling-free sheet inside of your system. And it makes red blood cells slick. And, then, and I really like this for people that have really sticky blood or what they call rouleau formation. And then one of the best things is like cures like. So one of my favorite recommendations in the books, Nourishing Traditions and Foods That Heal and Deep Nutrition is... The organs that you're having problems with are the organs that you should be eating. So like from a deep nutritional standpoint, I think that cow heart is so healthy for congestive heart failure, aortic stenosis. Like, is it going to fix all of those? It's probably not going to fix all of those conditions, but can it give a, the body a nudge to repair some of the conditions associated with mild um, heart conditions or the beginning stages of those diseases. I've seen it happen every day, literally for the past 22 years in practice. So there's uh, what they call protomorphogen therapy. There's an organ glandular processing way where you can get these protomorphogens, which is these healing blocks inside of the system that are really help helpful from this, from an oral standpoint that are really, really healthy for um, those heart failure conditions. All right, moving on and looking at one of the most common problems associated with heart conditions, and this is coronary artery disease. This develops when the blood vessels that supply your heart become damaged and diseased, and this is why it's so important to reduce inflammation as much as possible for any inflammatory condition, but particularly for autoimmune conditions and heart conditions. Maybe it's not cholesterol that's the bad guy. Matter of fact, I'm convinced it's not um, cholesterol that the bad, it's the bad guy. It's what happens when you get inflammation inside of that circulatory system and then the cholesterol sticks into those inflammatory spots. And now if you have a vessel that's supposed to be open like this and we have a block that's on top of it, everything downstream is getting, going to be affected and die and not function as well. And that's literally what happens with a stroke condition. So coronary artery disease, I think one of the most important preventative things that we can do for that is reduce your inflammatory indicators, which is sugar and, and quick carbs, 
in high fructose corn syrup. Like I think, again, one of the most important things that I've read over this whole process is how foods can literally unlock your genetic wealth, nourishing traditions and understanding like what did your ancestors eat? This is, I think it's important for you to know where did your ancestors come from? Scandinavia, did they come from South America? Did they come from Africa? Did they come from the Middle East? And the more that you can align your dietary intake like your ancestors, I think that there's some really important health benefits that can come out of it. I also think that there's a consideration for scrubbing out the vascular system. And when I talk about scrubbing out, like these are things like natural chelation therapies like cilantro and, and garlic and onions and peppers. Like I think they have some mild effects. Vitamin C has a mild chelating effect. And then for severe conditions, I think where surgery is not an option and, and stents maybe haven't worked, like there's some natural and intravenous chelation therapy. Chelation therapy is one of my very favorite things to help people with because I see the vessels start to clean out. I, I have a lot of heart conditions in my family, both my dad and my grandpa and my great-grandfather. And I love that idea of having a protein molecule surrounded by four vinegar molecules. And this is to claw out. There's some fascinating information, not only in the l medical literature, but also there's a documentary called Unleaded that's really uh, fascinating to at least know options Instead of just saying, hey, you know what, let's go in and, and, and we'll do a stand. We'll put you on a statin drug um, until your birth certificate expires. So some, there's some advanced nutritional therapies that are available. Now, atrial fibrillation happens a lot and no one feels good when they have an atrial fibrillation. This is when your heart's chambers beat chaotically and irregular and they're out of sync with the lower part of your heart. Now, one of the reasons why this is so important is because when people's hearts aren't lined up, they literally feel like something's off. I have an impending sense of doom. Um, they can you know, feel really, really lightheaded and disoriented. And if the top part of the heart, so it's, the heart is like two fists, right? Like we have the right side and left side. We kind of have this lub-dub thing that's happening going on here. Well, when the top's like freaking out and backfiring and stuff, the concern is that it's going to throw a clot inside of the system. And when we have that, like it's such a risk factor, one, not feeling very good, and your body's sense of control is dramatically affected by atrial fibrillation. So there's a medical interventions, but there's also some things that I've seen help with atrial fibrillation and using, the, again, that B vitamin pathway. So we talked about lipotrophic B vitamins or fat-loving B vitamins, but there's also a little-known B vitamin cofactor. So you have B1, B2, B3, B6, B5, B12, folic acid. But vitamin B number four helps to work on the bundles, the electrical bundles that go to the heart to help them to be consistently. And this is something that I did learn in school. This is something that my grandfather taught my dad and my dad taught me. And so I've seen this in practice where people are really affected by an out of control heart we get them on this wide-spectrum B vitamin solution, and it can help give a sense of control and, and, and help to the body. Now, I don't want to over-promise and under-deliver. Like, I, it doesn't work on every single atrial fibrillation case. But some people, it's really helpful. It's not expensive. It doesn't, in my experience, it hasn't had any adverse side effects for a prescriptive medication program. 
Typically, it comes from raw cream and raw soybeans. There's some beet leaf green extracts where there's some anti-inflammatory or what they call rutin and quercetin factors that help with the B vitamin pathways that I've seen observations in clinical practice where it really helps to regulate the heart rhythm. Now, congestive heart failure, when the muscle doesn't pump blood as well as it should because the heart gets too big, the valves don't fit, Sometimes you can help at the beginning or the medium stage of this advanced stages like we have to get fully engaged in the medical regimen. But again, looking at nourishing traditions and having some of the traditional foods like that help the heart, beef heart and some of these other things may help with congestive heart failure. I've had a couple patients over the years that literally had a medically disabled with congestive heart failure that have been able to resume a near normal life by working on these special proteins and stuff associated with this glandular extract therapy. Now, aortic stenosis, I got asked this by a patient in the office that kind of led to this whole thing that says, when the aortic valve narrows, the valves don't open fully, which reduces or blocks blood from your heart into the main artery of your body and the rest of your body. Now, many times this is a surgical repair is a consideration. If it's too far gone, it's a very, very serious diagnosis. But the patient was asking me, okay, Dr. West, what can you do for aortic stenosis? And the overall plan for aortic stenosis is to do as much as you can to balance everything else in your life, making sure you're getting enough water, healthy and alive foods, reducing stress, having a sleeping sanctuary, doing a comprehensive blood chemistry workup, looking at your hormone and trying to put everything in place so that you can get balanced. Particularly and critical in that process, I believe, is that beef heart treatment that's available and recognizing, hey, you know what? If we can help the electromagnetic fields of the body, and this is the considerations for acupuncture, for prayer, for meditation, for neural therapy, that is some of the best things that we can offer from an integrative medicine standpoint. So putting the heart back together, water and hydration, I think it's so underrated. Making sure that you're not stressing out the pump or the engine or the, uh, the soul of the body, which is the heart. Sleeping. You know, I talk about sleep every single week because it's such an important part of health. Either people not getting to sleep or not staying asleep, eating healthy and alive foods, channeling your stress. So these are all the things that you can do outside of the office. Now, having some advanced considerations for looking at heart conditions, having a medical assessment, a cardiac rehabilitation, a, a drug program, and is there a possibility of surgical considerations? And then how can you help people that are in that process or you want to get really aggressive from a medical nutritional standpoint? Water is key magnesium for me, like this is my regimen, 600 milligrams of magnesium, vitamin D level, having healthy fats to lubricate the system. I, I think fats are kind of like the Tin Man on the Wizard of Oz. It gives your body a healthy, protects the red blood cells, and the wrong kind of fats are bad for you. The right kind of fats are absolutely life-giving. Now, some advanced nutritional therapies that I kind of talked about that everybody wants to know. Vitamin B number four, glandular protomorphogen therapy, fat-loving B vitamins that help relax the nervous system that goes to the vessels of the body and more and more 
the literature coming out on nitrous oxide, healing factors or nitrous oxide pathways, I think are important to consider. Advanced in-office therapies that I think are really important. I really like seeing acupuncture, neural therapy, this German technique that we see so many amazing patient outcomes, which is rewiring the system. There's actually a really easy superficial treatment where you take a modified B vitamin, a super small needle, and you can go to the acupuncture points associated with heart conditions and literally take this B vitamin that helps the nerves to open, to close, and to reset. So there's a whole textbook section on this. It's called the Manual of Neural Therapy. It was discovered by a German doctor and his son, uh, the Dosh, uh, Matthias Dosh, wrote about this. It's literally about 100 years old using oral and IV chelation therapy, and then things to improve your oxygen transporting capabilities, whether it is fat-soluble chlorophyll, which is A, D, E, F, and K, or you can use hyperbaric therapy, modified um, oxygen therapy. I love using you know, hydrogen peroxide. There's a place for that, and using ozone therapy is in consideration for all chronic healthcare conditions. All right, so if you'd like some more information on what we presented from an integrative heart therapy of helping your body to have a healthier heart, to improve nerve transmission, to give your body a sense of control for atrial fibrillation or putting building blocks inside of your heart, you can email us at the, for the integrative heart ebook. We do virtual consultations. You can pick us up on drjasonwest.live. Direct access our website, West Clinic Online. You can pick us up on the phone number. And again, if you'd like the Integrative Heart, a book that we have put together, it's just a real quick summary of everything that I've talked about here. You can simply email us at info at westcliniconline.com. So that's a real quick review of heart, of looking at how to improve heart health, decrease blood stickiness, increase that uh, integrity of your phospholipid bilayer, making sure that you're having that miracle mineral of magnesium and helping with relaxing the nerves that control the blood vessels. That's inside of our heart program. I'm Dr. Jason West. We're coming at you live every single week, Wednesdays at 6 o'clock. Next month, we're going to be talking about the great imitator and infectious disease and how it really, really throws people for a loop. We're also coming out with a food program, food rules, and unlocking your genetic wealth. It's something that me and my friend Jesse have been putting together. If you would like additional information, hey, just dial in every single week at this time and making Thank sure. You for listening to the Hellness to Wellness podcast. Every week we're sharing stories of people beating their disease or restored hope, treatments most doctors don't even know about, and information you need to live your life at the highest level. Remember, live, don't just exist. Do us a favor. Please like the show and give us a rating on Apple Podcasts or Spotify. It really helps to share the message of health and hope. For additional resources like booking appointments and free video masterclasses, check out www.drjasonwest.live. It's internet information you can trust. Here's to your energy, balance, and longevity. And we'll see you on the next Hellness to Wellness episode where you'll be saying, man, I feel good. 
right, you guys. Thanks a lot, Keith. I'll see you guys next Wednesday night. It's the Dr. Jason West Hellness to Wellness program. See you later.